This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Welcome to the Student Leadership News Podcast for this episode. I'm Ronan. And I'm Cameron. And this is our podcast to try and help teachers who work with student leaders, uh, primary school student leaders uh, themselves, high school student leaders themselves, or perhaps people post-school age that uh, in the world of student leadership, this is here to help you. We try to help, don't we, Cam? Yeah, we sure do. We really enjoy it as well. Oh, oh you really enjoy Okay. I have a question for you. Question without notice, Cam. Okay. Off script already. <laughs> uh, if you enjoy helping... Uh, your mother's a lovely lady. When was the last time you helped with something around the house, and what was that task? Uh, it was. And he's left speechless, people. <laughs> it was Saturday. I was trying to figure out just before we went to. We took her to Aladdin for a birthday. Ooh. Just before we took her to Aladdin, I actually um, unpacked the dishwasher. Wow. And took the rubbish out. Brownie points. Uh, okay, you're saying that like that. That was an amazing achievement. That is a normal family <laughs> household responsibility. Congratulations, Cameron, for being a normal citizen. Yep. yep. Anyway, in the spirit of helping, here we are trying to help with leadership advice. From our experience, we don't know everything, but we're in the privileged position of working with so many student leaders and teachers sure who work with student leaders right around Australia, New Zealand, some other places as well. And we get to see a lot and hear a lot. So we're going to pass a lot of that on during this podcast as we try to in every podcast. Now, if you want to contact us with some things you would like us to talk about, or maybe even questions, feel free to contact us on social media by searching social, uh, student, leader, student Leadership News. Don't search social media on social media. That would just That'll, be... It'll come back with way too much information <laughs> and it probably won't be us. But <laughs> search Student Leadership News if you want to find the podcast on video. Search Student Leadership News Podcast uh, on YouTube or even just search us on Facebook. And there's so many different ways you can listen to totally us. Totally true. You've already found us one way, but perhaps you'd benefit from seeing the video version if you haven't yet seen it. Perhaps you would benefit from hearing the audio version whilst you're driving in your car or on the bus on the way to school one day or whatever it might be. That's why we try and be as many places as we can. Exactly right. Anyway, let's get stuck into the first of our it. fun segments that we try and include wherever possible. This segment is Tour Tales. Tour Tales. Tour Tales, Ronan, one of my favourite uh, segments that we get to do on this podcast. And um, it's one of those times where we talk about something that we have done while we're on tour, while we're travelling around, talking to different student leaders all around Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. You've got a funny one. Okay, yeah, well, you were there. So was, uh, yes. the last few that we've shared have been ones where each of us have not been present. This yes. one we can perhaps tell together. Uh, it involves one of our colleagues and friends who uh, was was the feature of last the last um, ep- uh, episode and that Caleb. was Caleb from, yeah, the, until, from the Krispy Kremes yeah, Caleb from the Krispy Kremes <laughs> comes back again in another week and right? if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about go back and listen back to episode, episode 4, four. Okay, yep. yeah. so Krispy Kreme Caleb they call him well they do now anyway yep. is about to feature again we've got to get Caleb on this podcast at some. people yes, think he's a yes. non-existent person whom we just make stories about he's real and he would do wonderful on this podcast he would, he we'll, would. we'll get him on uh, I will give up my seat gladly for Caleb <laughs> so that people can meet him. We'll anyway. see him soon then, I guess. Uh, yeah, but, no, let's do it. But anyway, uh, so uh, Caleb loves footy. He AFL does. AFL footy. He doesn't he does. live in a traditional AFL state. No. Um, so he gets excited when we come to a state like Victoria, WA, South Australia, where they like AFL football, Australian rules footy. Anyway, um, we both decided to buy him some gifts, didn't yes. we? Just just for the fun of it, right? And, uh, and he likes the Essendon football team, so I bought him an Essendon footy. And you bought him. I, I bought him an Essendon robe. And, and it's like one of those <laughs> bathrobes. And, and the reason I bought it is 
Essendon's doing quite poorly in the AFL at the yep. moment, and so all their merch is real cheap, and so it's like <laughs> the perfect time that he just turned 21, and I'm like, I'm going to buy him a 21st birthday present. Ah, coincidentally, it's real cheap. Uh, cheap so. Essendon merchandise. <laughs> anyway, so I bought him the footy. Uh, we left the airport. He was so excited to get he this was. football. We got in the car, and we were driving north through uh, regional Victoria, and this Football, which I must admit only cost a few dollars from the local markets. It was uh, something that someone was trying to discard. Yep. Um, anyway, Caleb was just so excited and he kept saying, when do we get to stop and kick the footy? When do we start to stop and kick the footy? When do we get to stop and kick the footy? Anyway, we had to stop for petrol Yes. after about two hours in the car. So whilst I was filling up the tour van with petrol, I look across and tell me what had happened, Cam. <laughs> well, we ran off. So Caleb, like, straight away, we... we we were even as we were pulling into the petrol pump. He like <laughs> had basically just jumped out of the car, like it was an FBI movie kind of thing. <laughs> and he's sprinting like this is a big kind of petrol like station. I so didn't even notice any of like you guys running off. I'm just yeah. like filling the car with petrol, and you guys had run off. So we found this big open area, um, kind of like a park, but it's just concrete. And um, we started running off Hang over on, there, like a park but concrete. That's called a car park. Yeah. We'll go with that, shall we? <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Um, <laughs> and we're running off across there, and um, Caleb. Gets his football and um, he's had a bit of training in his football right, career. Footy, yeah, Caleb, and yep. um, starts kicking the ball. And yep. so I'm, I'm trying to be a good footy player and I'm jumping around, you know, just trying to catch it, play my part, and um, kicking it back to him so he can really have the fun. Anyways, we, we decide it's time to expand a little bit. Like, we've been kicking it just 10, 15 metres at the moment. We're thinking, now we've got to try and, like, get into the groove of it. We've got to do our 30, 40 metre kicks. Yeah, so by this time, I'm inside the petrol station yep. paying for my fuel. I caught a glimpse of you guys kicking the footy. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I paid for our fuel. And as I'm walking back out of the servo, you guys are walking into the servo, but no footy. <laughs> what had happened to the footy? We... We decided that it was because it was 30, 40 meter time. I went for a run. I got on my bike and just started like running for my life to try and get like distance so that Caleb could kick this, like this kick. And, um, I don't know if he decided or if he's just turned into a horrible footy player in the moment, but he kicks this horrendously high kick. And I just, I hear it on his foot and I'm sprinting and I kind of turn around to see it so I can know how to catch it. And I just don't see it come down. And I hear a sudden thump. And we're at a petrol station. And I kind of see the ball, like, come towards the edge of, like, a truck stop roof. So one of those, like, six-meter tall... It's not even the main part no, of the service station. It's, it's the giant roof for yeah. the big trucks to park under. And yep. so it's landed on that. It's kind of come towards the edge. I've seen it. And then it's hit the gutter and bounced back and just stayed on the roof. On the roof. And Caleb no was devastated I know so the reason I saw you guys walk in empty handed to this like service station yep. is you wanted to see if the service station <laughs> owner had a way of getting a football off the roof next door that was like 15 metres high whatever and, we said it was and he didn't and there was no way that, that was going to happen so there goes the $5 football from the market and and sometimes you think you know we were having we kicked it around for 3 minutes yep. you know you, you, you cry about it a little bit like maybe a minute worth because like a third you know that kind of math 
He whined about it for about 30 minutes. He did. And and it wasn't just like quiet whining in the corner, like whimpering. Like he was full on I don't wailing. think he's over it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you bring it up to this day and he still cries about it. Anyway, people think that Caleb's an interesting character. Perhaps he is. We better get him on the podcast soon. We shall do that. So that is our tour tale for this was fun. segment. Lots of fun. Something that we were both involved in. Let's jump into our next segment of this podcast. My favorite idea. My favorite idea, Ronan, a time where we talk about an idea that we've heard often something about student leadership that we've heard that we've really, um, we really like at the time and we're like, oh, this is something that we want to share more of. What is your favorite idea at okay, the moment? Okay, I heard about this just recently. Um, a friend of mine called Alex, Alex Cork works for an organization called Crimson Education. They do some great things in the area of leadership and helping student leaders prepare for life after school. Anyway, um, Alex and his team had just finished running a workshop where they had helped student leaders to create their own leadership roles. Now, Interesting. I think it's fantastic because often people sit back and say, oh, I would lead if someone gave me a role. Yeah. I would lead if someone gave me a position. I would lead if someone gave me something to do. Like I want to be a leader, but nobody's choosing me or asking me. Well, what Alex and his team had done is help um, you know, teenagers in their context, but this would work in primary school as well, who say, I want to be a leader that helped them find solutions in their own school find their own avenues to lead and the whole message of the training that they were running is don't wait to be asked if you want to lead something then you choose something in your school you go and talk to the people um, who are in charge of your school your principals your deputies your headmasters and go and say to them I'm passionate about the arts and so I would like to create a team of people that creates arts projects in our school and I would like to lead that or I'm passionate about the environment so I would like to create a team of people in our school that does things for the environment and it's such a simple concept if you want to lead you go and lead you create the role for yourself not because you want to be in charge but because you want to make a difference so that's certainly uh something that i think is exciting because in in my um in my opinion too many people sit back and wait for opportunities so my favorite idea at the moment is that concept of creating your own leadership position not sitting back and waiting to be asked i challenge all students interested in leadership to go and take that on Exactly right, because leadership, after all, is more about having a positive influence, influence on others more than it is just having that role. Absolutely, and who doesn't want to be positively influenced? Everybody does. So go and create roles that help other people. Wonderful. Okay, that brings us through to the end of my favorite idea. Let's jump into our next segment, which is BLT. BLT, best leadership tip. BLT, Ronan, best leadership tip. The name of the sandwich that we both enjoy. Love bacon, a BL, BLT. Bacon, lettuce, tomato. Get rid of lettuce and tomato and you've got the best the, thing in the world. Just, it doesn't work. <laughs> this segment is called Bacon or Best. Yeah. <laughs> Needs the LT to make sense. It does. So BLT, best leadership tip. What is your best leadership tip for these students? Okay. Something I've been thinking about recently is delegation. Okay. People often use the word delegation. And my tip is to know the difference between good delegation and bad delegation. Let me explain it a bit more. Yep. Like, if I say the word delegation, or if I ask you to explain it simply, what would you say delegating is? Okay, I reckon delegation is simply just asking other people to do things, maybe asking them to uh, contribute towards a task, but, you know, really just trying to get them to be involved in something, asking them to do something. Yeah, and that's a simple summary, and you're 100% correct in that. I think 
what I've realized bad delegation is, is when people say, oh, you know what, I'm going to get other people to do tasks on my list so that I don't have to do them. And now that I'm a leader or a good leader is someone that doesn't have to do anything, they just manage other people doing things. And so it's, it's an approach that's done really poorly often when it's just about offloading my responsibilities on other people. But what we want to say good leadership is, or sorry, good delegation is, is when I realize out of everything that's a responsibility for me or a responsibility of my task list, some of those things I should do myself because I would do them really, really well and I'm the best person to do them. But then there are other things on my list that I should give to you, Cam, because you would do them better. There's other things I should give to somebody else on a team that I'm with because they would do them really, really well. And when I give the right tasks to the right people, not only do they do them well, they enjoy doing them and the whole team environment is fantastic. So the important thing I want to encourage people to think about when it comes to delegation, um, our best leadership tip, is don't just give people tasks to do for the sake of it. Really think about who should do what task for the benefit of the people and the benefit of the project. So that whole idea of delegation is such an important thing. Yeah, sure is. And I think it's something that, you know, just student and not just students, but um, everyone kind of struggles with delegation at times. I know that there's been times where myself as a leader, I've struggled delegating because of thinking, you know, like I've got to keep my hand on this. This is my favorite thing. Um, and I, I won't let anyone else be involved in this. But delegating, it really is, like you said, like having that trust, letting other people do it and knowing that they're going to actually maybe do it better than you. Yeah, And it's thinking it through and saying, I'm not just going to ask other people to do things for the sake of it i'm going to have a plan as to who does what for what reason that's that's good delegation yeah excellent okay we're going to jump into our next segment of the podcast right now and this segment is top three three two one top three Okay, in this segment, top three, we like to really give student leaders and teachers who work with student leaders um, something they can put into action, a little list of things with our top three suggestions about a certain topic. And today, Cam, we're going to talk about <clears throat> excuse me, our top three ways to have team unity. So we're talking about unity, where a team loves being together, where a team works well together, where it's a great environment in a team. So our top three ways to have team unity, you get us kicked off. Okay, I think the first way that to to have unity is to have a common goal definitely so making sure that as a team you're actually working together towards the same thing not having those different things um, that you maybe think or the idea of the team is sometimes the downfall of a team or the reason they don't have unity is they all have different things in mind of what they want to get out of the team but having that common goal having that same thing that they're going to work towards is a great way that the team will then work together knowing that that's all their intentions they all want to get the same thing out of it and they can work towards it so that's the first way that your team can have unity what's the second way second uh, thing for unity is trust i'll leave it as a simple word like that without having to put it in a sentence the word trust so in the context of a team that is me trusting other people who are in the team and is me knowing that other people are trusting me like understanding the gravity and the importance of that. Oh my goodness, other people are trusting me. But when you achieve that, when you realize that trust is an important tool for a team, when it's something that comes to life in a team and that you freely give it and you don't have to nervously give it, my goodness, you have amazing unity within a team. So I encourage every team to focus on trust of each other. And when you trust individuals, that magnifies to be a team that has unity. 
Yeah, great. And the third thing that you can do to make sure your team has unity is serve others. Now, sometimes in leadership, we forget what the purpose of it is. We've, we forget that, you know, leadership is about serving the people around you in a great way that you can have unity. We've talked about having that common goal. We've talked about having trust. But sometimes it takes us serving others and putting their their ideas That's it. in front of our own. That's it. Sitting in a team environment and not just thinking about what our team does outside of our team realizing that I as a member of that team can serve people in my team, can make them love being in our team, can make them feel valued within our team. And yeah, and and having that common goal, sometimes I know that like our heads clash over, like different people clash over having that common goal. And a great way that you can serve others is saying, you know, I think that this should be the goal of the team, but for the sake of this team moving forward, let's go with your idea. Absolutely. And then wholeheartedly serving the idea, wholeheartedly getting behind it and making sure that you're there to help the other members of the team. So that's the third way to make sure your team has unity. Make sure that you're serving the people in the team and also the needs of the team. Absolutely. So look, we always try and tackle a number of topics to be as helpful as we can. If we've, uh, if, if anybody out there who's uh, you know, downloading our podcast uh, each episode, listening to it each episode, uh, have things you want us to tackle when we have these discussions, please let us know. We want to take this in direction of you, our wonderful listening audience. We know you're out there and we want to make sure this continues to meet your needs. So look, before we, uh, before we finish, we will sign off with one segment that we sometimes do at the end of the podcast. It's often a great way to finish um the segment you tell us about it cam it's a one minute wisdom straight from the 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 national young leaders day and these are great because they're they're one minute of wisdom straight from the mouth of um people that often like they're australians who are well known and they often have just gold throughout their whole talks at these national young leaders day the halogen run but but that we take one minute of them and you know we we're able to hear this great gold of um Something that they've learned throughout their life. And so this one minute of wisdom is going to be from John Cootis. Yeah. Now, John Cootis, I love John Cootis. You love John Cootis? He's a great guy. I really do love him. Yeah, he has uh, no lower half of his body and he's been like that way for many, many years. And he shares the story of how that takes place. And uh, he's been a highlight at the National Young Leaders Day. He's um, done all 10 events uh, recently and and was very, very popular. He's doing a schools tour coming up in a little while. So if you're interested in having John Curtis at your school, jump online and Google for information about that. Um, and oh, look, we wish we could play you the whole of his presentation right yep. now, but we've got a hold of one minute of um, his wisdom taken from his presentation. And uh, we'll, we'll leave you with that to finish this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll see you in the next episode. Looking forward to it. One Minute Wisdom, direct from the National Young Leaders Day. You know what he taught me from a young age? Is that nearly all of us in this world, nearly each and every one of us, are born with two eyes, two ears, and only one mouth. I believe that means we all should look and listen twice as much as we speak. I think if we can do that, this whole world, even your world, will be a much more beautiful place to live in. You get one chance, it's up to you what you do with that chance. How far you want to go with your life is entirely your choice. But don't sit there on your backside and wish and want and don't work towards it. If you want it, get up off your rear end and start making it happen. Lead by example. 
because that's what leaders are. They don't sit there and tell people what to do. They lead by example. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Thank you.